millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A WWE Hall of Famer is set to return at Survivor Series. Plus, AEW's plans for Pac have been revealed, and we chat exclusively to Progress World Champion, Cara Noir. For Friday, November the 13th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. From Death Valley, look at the size of that! 320 pounds, looks to be 6'9", 6'10". Undertaker's expression has never changed. The dead man is risen! The Undertaker set to hang it up on the 22nd of November. Survivor Series is approaching, and this is the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker, and it seems to be his swan song. It seems more than ever this is likely to be the last in-ring appearance of The Undertaker. They're making this into a very special event for him as well. We mentioned earlier in the week that Savio Vega is going to be part of the attendees for Survivor Series. But we can also confirm this morning that WWE Hall of Famer The Godfather will also be at Survivor Series to honour The Undertaker. Both Savio Vega and Godfather are part of the backstage clique The Bone Street Crew that was headed up by Mark Calloway in the 90s. So there has been a wrestling kinship between Savio Vega and Godfather and Mark Calloway for quite some time now. As well as the return of the Godfather, the plan is as well, according to PW Insider, for Kane to be a part of the show as well. It would make sense that if you're going to wrap up the career of The Undertaker, you have to have Kane, eh? his long-suffering long brother that may or may not have been burnt in a fire, spent some time cosplaying Diesel and working as a dentist. Have to have him there, don't you? So what for The Undertaker after Survivor Series? New York Post asked whether he would be interested in doing a reprisal of the Boneyard match and even more cinematic wrestling stuff. And Undertaker has said no. He said, quote, it really doesn't appeal to me because basically what it is is working around my limitations. It is capitalizing on some of my ability and some of my creative ability to tell a story, but basically it's trying to mask 
the lack of my physical abilities at this point. I realized I have had, I have taken every physical gift tool that I have used and I have used it up. There is no water left in the sponge. If I can use that analogy, I've wrung everything I could out of that sponge. Undertaker very much expunged, if you will. And he will be signing off at Survivor Series surrounded by the Bone Street crew. That's what it looks like. You see, the funny thing about isolation, you've got nobody to play with. <laughs> Seven months! Seven months! Don't! The far side of the Atlantic, yet again, a casualty of this rotten world. But don't you worry about little old me. I've been here before. Lost, abandoned. They wanted me to crumble. Every day that passes, I'll get better, and stronger, and faster, and more obsessed. Lads, I see everything. And then we I, Bonnie lad, we're coming home, Newcastle. I wish you'd never been away. I'll wipe the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of river tape. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I may as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown hill. I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the club again. I'll brave the dark at St. James's Park, if the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home. The return of Hack to AEW television has been very welcomed by all of us here at Cultaholic and around the wrestling world as well. Great to see Pac as part of things once again. Bodyslam.net have given us some details as to what we're going to see from Pac going forward. They're reporting that the plan is for Pac to reunite with the Lucha Brothers to rekindle Death Triangle. We barely got the ball rolling on Death Triangle, so it's good to see they're going to pick that back up once again. From there, we're looking at a program between Eddie Kingston and The Butcher and The Blade. Some big six-man wars coming up very soon. Also, it was announced at the end of Dynamite, the pack is going to be uh, facing The Blade next week on Dynamite. Now, the report from Body Slam adds that Pac is indeed slated to be in the US through to the end of next week. So he can be part of the live Dynamite and tapings for the following week. After that, he will return to the UK and he is set to be a part of AEW once again and back in the US after Thanksgiving. So they're working around some of these travel issues in order to get Pac back on television at this point. Tony Khan has actually teased loads of big stuff for AEW coming forward. He tweeted last night, Thank you, everyone, who watched AEW Dynamite last night. A shift in wrestling's balance of power has begun, and the winners will be the wrestling fans. Pax returned after eight months, and I have aces up the sleeve in the weeks ahead. You won't get them all at once, but you'll get them all. Intriguing words by Tony Khan. Dynamite should be interesting for the next few weeks. They already announced a major signing to AEW in the shape of bodybuilder, social media influencer, 
Uh, Jade Cargill. She's now officially part of AEW under a multi-year contract. She played basketball at Jacksonville State University. And it was on Wednesday that we saw her for the first time confront Cody Rhodes. Uh, she's going to be representing Shaquille O'Neal in a clash of the sporting titans, it would seem. Jade Cargill, when asked about why she joined AEW, she said... I joined AEW because here I have a voice. I'm ready to shake up the women's division and I am going to flip this promotion on its head. She was part of a tryout camp back at the Performance Center uh, day in 2019 for WWE. Nothing came of that, so she is here now as part of AEW. Interesting times ahead. When it comes to the contract that she has signed, AEW recently gave us a little insight into how the contracts work for the company. So on AEW Unrestricted, Cody and Tony Schiavone were talking about this. And Cody said um, when they when they mentioned a tiered system for contracts, Cody went into detail and he said agreed to appear is tier zero, meaning you will get a bonus. And Tony is super generous. If you ask some of these extras what they're making down there, my dad would have lost it. It's the covid era. They have no other work because there are no indies. Tier zero is a signing bonus and exclusivity to us in terms of we get the first option on some of you and we guarantee you x amount of dates the exclusivity is case by case the goal is you don't want to pay someone who has agreed to appear and keep giving them their weekly versus tier one which is our base contract agreement we have tier one two three four and tier jericho everyone is given a choice of things that are important to them different pieces of the pie interesting to see how all that breaks down and hey when we're talking about contracts and numbers last night so aew's wednesday night full uh, post full gear episode of dynamite winning out in the ratings once again on nxt dynamite pulling 764,000 viewers nxt pulling 632,000 viewers both were pretty good numbers the numbers however almost identical to three weeks ago back where they were before the presidential election took quite a few eyes away We've teamed up with Audible to sort you out with a free wrestling audio book, The Death of WCW by R.D. Reynolds and Brian Alvarez. Genuinely one of the best wrestling books out there. An amazing tale of highs and awful lows and some creamy middles in WCW. And you can get it in audiobook form for free by going to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. Mustafa Ali, formerly Ali, before that Mustafa Ali, talking about his name change on Twitter. So he got the Mustafa back in his name when he returned to Monday Night Raw, which was good to see. And he's now heading up Retribution, so he's got an angle to get his teeth into. He talks about the pronunciation of um, Mustafa as opposed to Mustafa. A fan asked why uh, they asked him about like the pronunciation and, and the emphasis and such. And Ali said, I was afraid of what would happen. I was terrified my name would be too difficult to pronounce, so it would be taken away, and it happened. I had to fight for my name. Now I'm fighting for it to be pronounced correctly. I don't expect people to understand the weight of all of that. Ali also recently revealed that in the storyline world, the uh, reason the Retribution have silly names is because he wants them to know what it felt like to be judged and mocked for their names and their appearance, just like he had been, which is a great bit of retcon booking. Big fan of that. We're getting a WWE Chronicle episode all about Lana. It's going to be on the WWE Network on Saturday, November 21st, the day before Survivor Series. 
Hard work in the shadows doesn't mean you won't be able to shine in the spotlight. So honored, the next edition of Chronicle will feature my journey to Survivor Series on the WWE Network. That's from Lala's Twitter. The NXT UK Heritage Cup Finals have been set. A-Kid and Trent Seven will meet to determine the holders of the lovely trophy. Uh, also, last night on NXT UK, we had the debut of UK indie standout Rampage Brown. If you watch that show for one thing, look at the power slam that Rampage gives Jack Stars. It will make your teeth rattle. Former WWE developmental star Melissa Coates, you may remember from OVW and Deep South Wrestling. She also played Super Genie in Impact Wrestling, accompanying Sabu to the ring. Uh, she's had some uh, major medical issues lately. She was forced to undergo an amputation of her leg just below the knee. And a GoFundMe has been set up to assist with Coates' medical expenses. The Super Genie Melissa Coates, says the GoFundMe, is a trailblazer in the world of professional bodybuilding and pro wrestling. Throughout the 90s, she competed in International Federation of Bodybuilding, placed highly in their Ms. Olympia and Ms. International events. Due to her success, she was ranked ninth in the world in women's bodybuilding. Recently, Melissa was experiencing excruciating pain in her leg. She was quickly admitted to the emergency department in the University Medical Center in Las, in Las Vegas, where doctors observed several artery blockages in her leg, the result of which led to the leg being amputated to save her life. We are therefore asking for any donations to help the super genie Melissa Coates during this difficult time, and any donation is greatly appreciated. You will find a link to the GoFundMe in the in the description of this morning's podcast. Leah Rush is going to be on MTV's The Challenge. So they announced the cast last night and former NXT Cruiserweight champion is among those competing for a share of $1 million against 29 other people. It's called Double Agents this season and it's filmed in Iceland. And it's kind of like I'm a celebrity meets Double Dare. I think that's... That's kind of how it works. We've been going for 36 seasons, so they're doing something, right? Look out for Leo Rush looking to cause some shenanigans on the challenge very soon. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, 2020 has been tough for British wrestling. COVID-19 shutting down wrestling promotions for months on end, some never opening their doors again. The speaking out movement has also changed the shape of the industry and is leading to a cultural shift in British wrestling. 2020 has been a testing year for the scene over here, but some have managed to forge ahead, including our guest on the podcast today. He's had milestone victories in the ring and away from it, he's one of the leading voices in the all-party parliamentary group on wrestling, a body set up in the wake of the speaking out movement to bring about positive change to British wrestling. Here is Cultaholics Aidan Gibbons catching up with the reigning Progress World Champion, Cara Noir. Twenty twenty was a pretty wild ride for me, going from in 2019 being like kind of this a bit of a weird enigma that people knew about but didn't really know much about because I the platforms that I was wrestling on before uh, weren't that um weren't that big whereas going from the MPS uh with progress uh before that wrestling pack in 2019 and then 2020 everything changed and um we uh, I won the progress title and then going in uh, going to Germany for the first time and uh, having the opportunity to wrestle in front of a completely new crowd showcase what I do in a tournament structure and then be and then win it is it it seems unreal where I can go back to 2019 and I look back in 2019 and I was genuinely upset when Wembley happened and all my friends were there and I wasn't involved in that in that a big progress event to fast forward a year later I'm now holding the biggest title in the country and then I go to G- Germany and win the biggest tournament. Did you know in advance you were going to win the tournament or was it like sort of sprung upon you on the day? So I have, I've kind of had this thing where I like to kind of thread storylines, especially when I'm wrestling. And even if it, even if it lasts two matches, I feel that there's something that threads through. And I said to them, I've got a few ideas. So if it ends up going towards semifinals, uh, finals, I've got a few things that I'd like to kind of cover. But I said to them, don't tell me what I'm doing. So every day I, I, you know, turned up at the venue and then found out, oh, I'm wrestling this person. Oh, and, uh, you know, this is the match that we're going to have. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then the last day I was like, oh, Eddie Kingston, that's great. Oh, I, you know, I beat Eddie Kingston. And then I was like, oh, now I have to wrestle speedball. And, you know, now I'm in the final. So yeah, I kind of, I asked them nicely not to tell me that what was going on just because I enjoyed the ride and then it becomes more special rather than fixating on the end result. I get to fixate on every single story as we go. Since 16 Caracoles, you have returned to WXW. What was that like in terms of going to Germany in the middle of these pandemic times and staying over there? 
Germany has their um, their together. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much so when i got there they had this whole setup they they had protocols they had a, a government body come and visit the venue to check that everyone was safe um to which i was like wow this is incredible um they had a very small audience that were the same audience every uh, every day because it was over a three-day period of these tapings and it was a shock to the system for me physically because not wrestling for six months and then going to wrestle um was kind of like being returning home but then also be feeling like taking your first bump first actually i say that first one wasn't too bad it was the second one i was like oh god this really hurts i'd forgotten how much this hurts uh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was um baptism by fire really genuinely quite frightening uh to step back into the ring without any preparation because you take the only other break that i've ever had in wrestling was probably nine weeks when my daughter was born so going having a six month break and then going back into wrestling was really really daunting i was quite frightened and quite nervous stepping into the ring for the first time because i thought oh i, I don't want to get hurt because i've I'm not conditioned enough for wrestling, I don't think. And uh, as soon as I entered the ring, I did my entrance for the first time in six months. And that was really, I kind of got swept up in the emotions of being there in front of a very uh, small audience, but it, I could still feel that energy and that was happy just to be there. And I think they could feel that. And I went down, like span down into my position before I come up and do the big um, wing pose. And uh, I tweaked my knee on the way down. Oh, <laughs> I haven't done it for six months. And I rolled my knee and I was like, oh, ouch. Uh, and then had to wrestle the rest of the weekend with a, uh, well, the rest of the tournament with a, with a tweaked knee. Is there any news on when we can expect progress to return at all? We'll just have to wait and see what the rest of the year brings or what next year brings. Fingers crossed there is uh, a lot of opportunity for, I've, I've got a lot of things written down, but wrestling is what I like to say is hypothetical at the minute. It looks like a busy year in theory, <laughs> 2021. But again, so was meant to be uh, uh, 2020. That was meant to be really busy. One of the things you have been involved in, though, is the all-party parliamentary group on wrestling and sort of their inquiry into British wrestling. How did you become involved in that? When the whole speaking out thing happened, I felt that it was my role and responsibility to listen to everything that come out. And that was, and not share my necessarily thoughts and opinions because I felt that it, it took away from what was being actually discussed. I'm not there to get likes or make myself look like a hero. But what I am, what I did then do was discuss with people like James Amner, I was talking to equity behind the scenes and then working with um, uh, MPs was able to actually get my foot in the door and have discussions with them. And I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes. And at the point, yeah, it is an inquiry and nothing may come of it, but hopefully I'm hoping that something does and that something can be done. I feel like if I go into what I'm hoping, then I might be setting myself up to say, this is what must happen. And I think it's, it's, it's not about leaving it up to them, but helping them um, essentially guide our future and safety. 
because it's not about necessarily prote protecting me. I am, I am now in a position where I can say no to things, but definitely when I first started training, um, I wasn't, you know, and I worked for a very bad company for a long period of time. And the, I was able to navigate that luckily because I have a background in martial arts and that um, I'm a man and I'm white and da, 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 da. Like I have these things that people would, I would turn up, do my job and leave and not get involved in any of thing because purely I wanted to wrestle, but I don't want that people to have to go through that themselves. One place that is currently running is WWE, of course, and NXT UK. Um, they've been looking to add to the roster recently. Did they approach you at all? <laughs> so it's a bit uh, on the spot. No, no, it's a it's a great question. I get uh, when I did uh, some live streams back in uh, um, May. Uh, that was the question that came up all the time. Um, like, never say never. We've had conversations. It's not always right. I have other asp aspirations and things that I want to do. Um, I currently. Um, well, I'm fully self-employed, but also I have other businesses and other interests. Um, we run a gymnastics company. Uh, I teach people uh, adults gymnastics um, with me, my partner. We also are running an inquiry into um, gymnastics. If you're not familiar with that, my partner's uh, spearheading a uh, campaign to... Um, um, discuss uh, elements of abuse in uh, British gymnastics wow. and she's uh, involved in a class action against uh, G uh, British gymnastics so yeah I have had discussions with um, with them but it's not necessarily right for this point but also I have a lot of other interests and other businesses that I would that I would feel like at the minute I'd have to hand over to someone else if that was the if that happened if you're with any plans, what are you hoping to accomplish in 2021? I really struggle kind of, well, especially at the minute, I'm really struggling looking into the future and going, this is what I want to do. Because at the minute, I don't want to get my hopes up and be like, then it'd be dash. But really what I would love to do is simply be exposed to a bigger audience. And the beauty for, for me is whilst I have been locked down, the progress particularly and WXW have been put on the network and they're putting their product on the network. So that means that more people get an opportunity to see what I do, even though I'm not actively wrestling. And um, I think, I think that the biggest thing that I've, I feel like I've started to showcase my talents in this country, in Europe, but now I feel that I can go, I would like to go further afield and wrestle in the U S you know, you mentioned about the WWE um, and NXT UK. I feel that there's so much more I can do before I go there. So would you be looking to go to the US maybe next year if the world gets back to normal? <laughs> yeah, if the world gets back to normal and they let me in, yeah, of course. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, that would be an, a, a big goal. I'd love to uh, see how my act and how people respond to what I do in the US. Um, and to be able to do what I do in a, a American style grand, uh, space with that, that's kind of, I, I always think that the entrance was originally designed to do in, in big arenas and big, uh, venues when I, when I did it 
uh, did it for the first time in Ali Pali. I kind of got home, watched the hand feet, uh, hand footage that my partner shot from the back of the room. And then I cried because I was like, this is why it was designed. It wasn't designed to be in little tiny workings men's clubs. Uh, it was meant to be in this setting. And, and now it's starting to come together. you by friday at two o'clock today greenwich mean time it is you and i and live calls to the cultaholic isolation station 24601 what could possibly go wrong what could possibly go wrong this weekend on the cultaholic podcast feed you get the cultaholic podcast with matthew jack and ross talking about this week in wrestling this bloody week in the wrestling and it is episode 100 of the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review. Justin Henry and myself, for 100 plus weeks, have been living the dream watching old episodes of Raw. Join us tomorrow. And on the Cultaholic YouTube channel, ahead of Talking Shoppermania 2 this weekend, Ross has been chatting with Rocky Romero, Luke Gallows, and Carl Anderson, and they have been sending some of their biggest wrestling foibles straight to hell. You can watch that on the Cultaholic YouTube channel right now. I will speak to you next week. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 